Welcome to another episode of Fend for Yourself Friday. Today on the podcast, first of all, we've got a voicemail from uh, listener Becky. We also have Jordan, Allie's friend from more than high school, coming on to talk about Jordan's number one favorite artist, Taylor Swift. So we'll go to the Becky's voicemail first. We'll talk about Taylor Swift. And at the end, I'll quickly talk about uh, Allie and I's weekend. All right, we'll see you on the other side. Thanks. Bye. James, this is Becky, and we have so many comments and questions following your podcast with your dad. Um, first off, I hope this doesn't cut me off. Uh, I need the recipe, or I need some monster cookie bars sent to Iowa immediately because those need to be something I'm aware of. Um, second, rotisserie chicken should be purchased every week, not just once a month. We use it for everything, so I totally agree with your dad that it would make chili a thousand times better. Uh, Ryan would like to know what happens if your deer goes out of your zone that you have been assigned to. He is very interested in understanding hunting more because this is a foreign concept to him. Um, next, pizza cut in the square is extremely dangerous. No idea how much you're eating. Crazy. Um, I would like to say that all grandmas make the best gravy. Uh, that should just be like a blanket statement. No, nobody can like compare to grandma gravy. Um, I feel like naming pickups by color is a very North Dakota thing because we also did that. We had a red pickup and a white pickup and a tan pickup, and that's how we labeled them. And also, Ryan got a kick about taking your moose to Langdon um, because he thinks it's funny that we talk about eating Langdon sausage, which we used to eat Munich sausage. Uh, and he thinks that concept is just wild. So anyway, love the episode with Murph and lots of follow-up questions. So have a nice day. All right. Thank you to listeners, Becky and Ryan, uh, both from Iowa for our first ever voice message. Actually, it's our second voice message. Gaber had the first one. Uh, either way, they're very fun. Just to, to recap some of the things she went over, the Monster Cookie Bars recipe will be posted across all social media sites as soon as I get uh, full permission from my mother to do so. I can't imagine that'll be a problem. So look for that on Friday. Or today. Uh, rotisserie chicken. Yes, I fully support getting a rotisserie chicken anytime you have the option. They're incredibly affordable and even more delicious. Are they nutritious? I have no idea. I eat them anyway. Uh, as far as deer going out of your unit, or as Ryan called them, a zone, I believe in the state of North Dakota you are allowed to track a wounded deer. When I say wounded, I mean wounded by you um, into the adjacent hunting unit, uh, going in and going out and only tracking that specific deer. But in no way am I a hunting expert. So please consult your local hunting regulations. Pizza cut into squares. The absolute worst. Ban it. Don't do it. Nobody wants it. We can all handle giant triangles. Nobody wants small squares. On the gravy topic, couldn't agree with you more. All grandma's gravy should be respected with the absolute utmost level of respect. Not a very well said statement by B, but I agree. All grandma's gravy should be given... Uh, top billing. Naming cars by color. I don't just name cars by color. I've had several cars I've named. First one was Dora the Explorer. 
my parents' 1992 uh, Maroon Ford Explorer. Then I had two Dora, which was my green Explorer I took to college. Uh, then I had my silver Impala, which doesn't get a name because the transmission fell out of it the day after I got it paid off. Then we had the Black Stallion, which was uh, our Chevy Impala, Allie and I, that we sold to Jim and Jareen. Um, they also got called the Black Swan for a while because somebody else in our neighborhood has a <laughs> like a 2005 Honda Accord that's called the White Swan, and I really badly wanted to change our license plates on our car to the Black Swan, but never got it done. And finally, uh, Munich Sausage. I don't know if I've ever had Munich Sausage. Um, I've definitely had Langdon Sausage, and it is delicious. So... That should take care of that voicemail. Again, anybody who wants to send a voicemail to the podcast, just send me a text message, tell me don't answer, leave a voice message, and I'll play it on the next podcast. All right, after this little interlude, we're going to get right into the Taylor Swift podcast with Jordan. Okay, today on Fend for Yourself Friday, we have my wife's uh, friend from high school, Jordan. Jordan, are you there? Yes, yes, I am. Are you excited to be here? I'm very excited. Al, are you excited to have your high school friend here? I'm very excited. <laughs> and this is where I <laughs> correct you. And Jordan, you can attest to this. We are not just high school friends. We are like lifelong friends. We I have don't... been friends since at least four. Yeah, I honestly don't remember meeting you. You've just always been in my life. Like, we've just always been friends. Yes, I've always been there. I don't know if you have a memory of meeting me, but I don't remember meeting you. It's just, we've just always been. <laughs> it's just, I did happy days. It had to have been. That are maybe Sony's, Buddies and Pals, but I think it had to have been happy days, because I didn't yeah, go to Sony's been... right away. Right. Scales. So neither of you guys <laughs> called each other a kindy kid when they're walking in the school? <laughs> no. None of that. I didn't okay. call anybody kindy kids. Fair enough. Both- we are both kindies, but we did call the seventh graders the Sevies. <laughs> <laughs> when you were an eighth grader? Yes. <laughs> well, you remember that, Allie? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> now that you say it, how stupid is that? <laughs> like the Sevies. They owned it, though. They liked it. Of course they did. Well, you, they, had, they had to deal with it. You guys were too big of bullies to, to do anything They else. were bigger bullies, though. That, oh. seventh, that class below us was rough. They were bad. They really were. Well, if we hear it from the most call class of 2008, I guess they can come back with a rebuttal, but probably I think won't. that they would, they would agree that they were, t- like, literally teachers, I think, would cry with them. Like, they called them the class from, you know what, they did. <laughs> I can guess. <laughs> yes, but they did. <laughs> All right, Jordan, so you're here today, um, basically at the, well, the request of both of us, but from the very beginning when I started this podcast, Allie basically circled this date in red. Um, and I can't believe I did that because <laughs> it wasn't actually intentional until I said it. But Allie said we have to do a podcast for when Taylor Swift re-releases her album Red. And we can thank Scooter Braun for that. Yeah. <laughs> really came out of the podcast without running about it. But... I would love that if he came on the podcast. We, we're gonna have, you want Scooter? Let's get him. I don't, think he, I don't think he would. I don't have his email. I could guess. It's probably like Scooter Productions. <laughs> Scoot, Scooter. Scooter. I did request that we do this pod because, first of all, you're a big T-Swift fan, so don't even deny it. And 
I was like, who else to better talk about this than Jordan? So really, I am, I don't even know why I'm on this podcast, because you know more about it than I do. I think I'm just here so that way I can talk to you. <laughs> well, and you went to the Red concert with me. That's true. We did. I was in Virginia. I was the country yes. killer. And, you and were... I was Naughty Taylor. <laughs> and the moms did not like it. <laughs> did you make moms angry at the concert? I think so, because I had leather pants on, and you could see a little bit of my stomach. <laughs> I just remember Chris's reaction when he came out with those pants. <laughs> what did he do? I don't even remember. I, he's just like, I can't remember his exact words, but it was sort of like, nice pants. Or, wow, those are some pants. <laughs> he's probably like, <laughs> like, get over it, Chris. He was already in hot water because he ran out of gas on the way to Taylor Swift. That's right. Yeah, oh talk about God. that for a second, about learning how to gas. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> it was pretty awful. Um, I think we were, we were an hour away from Fargo still. And on mine, on my car, when it, when it says empty, it means empty. And Chris thinks that on his, when it's empty, you have a little bit more to go. And I told him we need to fill up with gas because we will not see a gas station for like another 30 minutes. And we passed a gas station and then we ran out of gas. <laughs> and I made him drive with some stranger <laughs> to, to a, I don't even know where this was, off the road with a stranger well, I did my hair and makeup in the car, and it was like 90 degrees outside. It was hot out, yeah. Nobody wants 90 degrees um, doing that. That sounds awful. I forgot no! you guys ran out of gas. Chris paid for that all night long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I made him, what, did we go to Applebee's afterwards? Yeah, we did. And he, I told Chris he had to pay for Applebee's, but it's on him. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a pretty reasonable punishment. It's like I mean, 40. that's the, and, and no, before that, this is what also happened. On the way, he forgot his wallet, and he yeah. wanted it really bad because he got a fuzzbuster from one of the Best Buys, and he couldn't pick up the fuzzbuster without his wallet. So we got the fuzzbuster, but it didn't help because we didn't get there any faster because we ran out of gas. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about all that. You guys like had to turn around. You were late leaving because of all that, and then yeah, you had to. And he said he'd make it up because we could detect the police. <laughs> It's probably and, not the most effective way to make up time, but I appreciate his effort. Yeah, it made us run out of gas faster. <laughs> so, Jordan, where do you live? I live in Lexington, Kentucky now. How do you like Lexington? Lexington's great, to be honest. I love it. Um, I miss North Dakota. I don't think anything... I mean, I think I would live in Mohall again in a heartbeat, but then I think I'd probably get bored. But <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do a lot of people's hair there. But... Yeah, um, but I like Lexington. Lexington's, I don't know, Lexington's great. It's easy to live in. It's not too big. It's not too small. And there's a lot to do. It, is Chris ready for Kentucky basketball? Is he already prepared? Oh, he is prepared. We would see, we watched Big Blue Madness, which is when like Kentucky does like a runaround, like a welcoming party. I don't know. They just, I don't know. It sells out. We didn't get tickets. Um, and then we watched the first two scrimmage games which Kentucky won both of them, but he didn't think they played very well. But he is pumped. How, how does Ron Howard feel about the team? How does Ron Howard feel? Ron barks when Chris gets excited. If Chris is jumping up and down, Ron starts barking. So I think he's excited. But he doesn't really <laughs> like cats, so. <laughs> he doesn't like cats, he said? He doesn't like cats. Well, there you go. That's fair enough. <laughs> Not even so wildcats. 
so you are a hairstylist in Lexington, Kentucky, correct? I am. And how long have you been doing that for? I think in Lexington, it's been, I think it's been seven years because I, I moved guess. here in 2015. That's a long time. It's a really long time. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it's not, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, just, 2015 is when I moved here, which is wild. Just to get all the, the Lexington highlights out of, out of the top, do you guys still live near Man of War Road? We do. We still live near Man of War, and Chris actually basically works on Man of War now. It, so the entire time I was there, I was convinced it was about a jellyfish. <laughs> there is, isn't it, there is a fish called, is it prison, not prisoner, not prisoner of war. Is it, um, <laughs> there is one. The Portuguese man of war, yes. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. See, I had the P. But it's about a, it's about a horse, right? Yes, they're all named after horses. Are so, you guys digging into horse culture? Um, we did go to Keeneland. I did not bet. Chris bet. He did not win anything. <laughs> we tried though, right? <laughs> we tried, um, but like I don't know. I I don't know anything about horses. Chris doesn't really know anything about horses either, other than. There are streets named after them. They make a lot of money, but he prefers basketball. <laughs> and is Kroger your, still your number one grocery store? Kroger is still my number one, but I don't get to go to it as often because we literally live a block away from Meyer now. That's it makes, disappointing. It makes me really sad. Now, I was in an argument, I think, with Allie about whether or not Kroger has clothes in it. No, it does. You weren't, I knew that Jordan buys her clothes from Kroger. <laughs> exactly. Somebody, yeah. somebody with me, but they have a great selection of outfits, correct? <laughs> yes, I do buy my clothes at Kroger. I still have some really cute outfits from there. Yeah, I when we were at your house a few years ago and you told me that you bought clothes from Kroger, I was like, what? But they were cute clothes. They so. are. I still have some really cute leggings from Kroger that I always get complimented on. Can't fault you on that. And if your clothes get ruined when you're like working and stuff, it makes total sense. Exactly, because you didn't stain them and all that stuff. And I don't know, brands don't really bug me too much. So we we brought you on today because you are the Taylor Swift expert, as far as I'm concerned. Is that probably correct? I feel like I definitely am. From from one to ten, how big of a fan would you say you are? I would say a thirteen. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Do you get it? I don't. <laughs> oh my gosh, and it's the 13th minute. It was meant to be. 13, yeah, is, Taylor's, ter- 13 is Taylor's favorite song or number. I don't, I don't really know anything about her besides her music. James oh my gosh, like yes. Huge friends. He loves her. You no. love her music. Her music is good, but I don't follow her on any social medias. Okay. I don't know anything about her besides the fact that she has, but I would say very good music. Well, her name is, she was born on December 13th, 1989. Taylor Allison Swift is her full name. And so is her favorite number. It's an I. Mm. Two L's or one? I think it's two. I also know she grew up on a Christmas tree farm, which sounds like a nice place to grow up. Yeah, she did grow up on a Christmas tree farm. But I only know that because Ellie used to take me to a Christmas tree farm to cut down a Christmas tree. And, And let me tell you what, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful time. It's a, it's a very nice event. Um, but when you're the person who has to cut the tree down and then tie it on the roof of your 2006 Chevy Impala, it's a harder <laughs> job than you think it is. I just don't think I'd be very good at that. <laughs> we quit doing it. We got a fake tree last year. We got a but really it's, a, it's a cute idea, though. Yeah, it was a fun tradition while it lasted. But really, James's complaints about it and his anxiety 
aren't worth the the trouble. That's true. If you think that I'm afraid of something starting on fire to an irrational level, you are correct. Well, that's true. The tree would always get really dry and then like drop all of its needles, which is a pain to clean up. That's why we couldn't have a real tree because my dad could not stand the needles. So, <laughs> that you, know, so. you know, he's very OCD about his cleaning. He hates the needles. Yes. So Allie and I talked about this. Who do you think was a better bus driver, your dad or my dad? I don't know. I bet they'd be a great like tour guides. Yeah. My dad would be a very good tour guide. They both love to talk. That's true. Your your wife or my wife said that your dad kept the bus extremely clean. Oh yes, you couldn't have sunflower. You can't have sunflower seeds on the bus. No slushies. And I'm not sure what else, but sunflower seeds definitely not. Right. I remember the boys always were getting in trouble because they would like not take care of it as well as like the girls would. Yeah, because my dad cleans it every single night afterward. Yeah. I think my dad does a pretty good job keeping the bus clean, but I'm not sure he does it quite to that level. It's not to the level of Dean Schoenberg. I don't know that anybody other than maybe Jordan can hit the level of Dean Schoenberg clean. That's who I inherited it from. (laughs) So speaking of uh, Dean, I guess we're using last names today, so Dean Schoenberg clean. Um, (laughs) The the Schoenberg farm is exceptionally well put together. Would you agree with that? Yes. It's extremely clean. It's very clean. Everything is clean. I mean, he's, he's, he's psycho. He's psycho about his lawn. He's psycho about his shops that are supposed to be dirty. They were never dirty. <laughs> we actually ran into your mom when we were in, in Mohal last time, and she, she was taking your dog, Stunner, on a, on a ride on their paddleboard. I know. Stunner loves it. Stunner is the most bougie farm dog ever. She has no teeth. Did she smile for you? Oh my gosh, I didn't really stone it in how many teeth. No, she didn't they, smile. They all, um, yeah, she's missing all of her front teeth. So when she <laughs> opens her mouth, you just see nothing. Sad. She looks like, she's like a bougie hillbilly. Does she eat like soft food then? No, she'll still eat her hard food. She has oh. her back teeth. It's just her front teeth. They basically rotted. Oh, she makes it work. <laughs> and, yep. So. <laughs> yeah, your mom was sitting out at the Mouse River Park and she had just gone out for a paddleboard and was doing some work I think she's prepping for her new job yeah she's gonna be a teacher well like a reading teacher type yeah, she said and she said stunner went out with her which I was like oh my god that's so cute I wish Miley would go paddleboarding with me I don't think Ron would never <laughs> Ron would not get, Ron won't get near a pool he would not get near a paddleboard <laughs> he I mean he hates shower time he won't if he hears the bathtub running he's gone <laughs> Oh, poor, poor. He hates it. He hates water. He hates the rain. Oh. Everything. But he's a good man. (laughs) All right. So, Jordan, how many concerts of Taylor Swift have you been to? I have been to five. Let's see. The first one I went to was I went to it strategically for Taylor Swift. She was opening up for the Rascal Flats. But I bought it. That was in Minneapolis. Actually, it was St. Paul. Oh. I took my mom. And Brandy came Brandy came with two. Brandy didn't go to the concert. I don't know what she did. I think she went shopping for some gowns or something. I don't know. I think it was actually some pageant gowns she was shopping for. But whatever. Um, <laughs> so I took my mom. But I only bought the tickets because Taylor Swift was opening. And when was that? That, that happened when we were in high school? No. So it was 2000. It was October of 2008. Oh. 
Uh, you weren't even a day past Fast Cars and Freedom at that point, Jordan. <laughs> I know. I mean, Rascal Flatts sounded awesome, but I was there for Taylor. <laughs> and that was the first time she had performed, like, Love Story, because Fearless hadn't came out yet, but her new song, Love Story, had. I think she opened, I think I actually went to a concert that she played at the Ralph, but she opened for Brad Paisley. Yes, she did. Her and Kelly Pickler did that a lot. Yes, and I think that was, like, 2007 is when that was. Because it was my freshman year of college. Like, it was the fall of 2007, I think. That was probably exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember it was Brad Paisley, but she opened. That's, that's, that's interesting. I know that in the summer of 2009, we went to the North Dakota State Fair. Did you go to that concert, Jordan? That was my second concert. <laughs> so that was a very adventurous concert for us because... First of all, I had just gotten out of American Sign Language class the year before, so I got to help two hard-of-hearing girls order quesadillas. ASL. That was exciting. I was proud of myself for helping them out. And then we had a great time at the concert, and on the way home, um, Allie was driving. And a pr- I'm gonna, I don't want to call people's parenting out necessarily on the podcast very often, but this mother decided to run in front of the road by the state fair with her seven kids with her. And... Oh the guy in front of us slammed on the brakes and then my then girlfriend, Allie's great driving stopped short. So she didn't hit the car in front of us, but there was a car load of girls behind us. So that slammed into our car <laughs> and then slammed into the car in front of us. And they basically drove away. The guys in front of us were like, Nope, there's no damage. We're out of here. But it took, it took the white stallion down. It really did. Oh, it, it ended its life. Yeah. My dad was <gasps> not happy. <laughs> and I was thrilled because I finally got rid of that car. <laughs> Steve was in the back and like he was like he might have got a concussion yeah but he was like that just happened like five minutes after we had been in the accident like it was like a delayed response from him oh my gosh Steve was very excited about his concussion why well he was excited that something exciting had happened I wasn't though that was not fun but like I've been terrified I probably would have started crying I think I probably did you did yeah. a pretty good job holding it all together. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so that was my memory of the first Taylor Swift concert I went to was the car accident. Yeah. It um, also broke records. at the. It was fair. a really good concert for, especially for the fair, because it was like full on. She had the rain coming down and she had like costume changes. Like for the state fair, that was a really well put together concert. It was, and it, like I said, it broke records. It broke attendance records and it broke uh, ticket records too. And I think she still holds that. I'm I'm pretty sure she performed Should Have Said No, which is our friend friend of the podcast Brandon's favorite Taylor Swift song. <laughs> I've oh, he been, loves that one. I've twice uh, like had YouTube video time where we would just watch YouTube videos, and both times he played that video. I think he likes <laughs> the rain that because he was like, "Watch this," and I was like, "The rain comes down and spells no." He was he like, was, "No, flabbergasted no. that I knew that." I was like, "I've seen it live <laughs> in your face, Brandon." Yeah. It was really cool live. <laughs> So you saw a couple of other concerts. You saw the one with Allie and Fargo. Which we talked about, you know. Was that that third one or you had others in between then? That was my third one. I didn't get to go to Speak Now. That's the one concert that I missed. Okay. And I'm not really sure why, but I never got to go to Speak Now. And then then we went to Red. And then 1989. Oh, I'm so jealous. I missed 1989. Which may have been one of her best ones. That's my favorite album. I think that's my favorite album too. I, I mean, Fearless, that. Fearless is iconic because it's just Fearless, but 1989 puts you in a good mood. It really does. 
So I actually tried to listen to all of her albums before the podcast. Um, I only got about halfway through the 1989 album because I was busy, <laughs> but still very good. I was very impressed with all of them. Well, you did you listen to them on oh, streaming? Sorry. Yes. Did- Oh, no, you just gave Scooter Braun some money. I, I don't think it's going to move the needle for him or me. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, they've all got plenty of money. It's true. It's true. I had to listen to some on, because all my CDs are stuck in my CD player still. <laughs> Where's your CD player? In my car, that CD player. I had all six Taylor Swift CDs in there, and they're all stuck, and they don't play. <laughs> Oh no! That's but it was meant to be because I have to buy all of her CDs over again, anyways. There you go. So. Gotta support her. Gotta support the team. Again, Whenever we... I sell my car, we'll see if they can get them out for me. <laughs> when when we were in Mohal again, we were driving, and Jareen, as I call her Mama J, asked Allie. She said, "Is, is she asked, is that your guys' ABBA CD in the in the Impala? Because we sold our Impala to Jim and Jareen." I just laughed and I said, no, we don't have an ABBA CD. She's like, oh, I thought maybe it was yours. Um, I got to the car, I hit the eject button. And no, it wasn't ABBA. It was Taylor Swift's Red Album. <laughs> oh, she thought that was ABBA? I have, I have no idea why she thought that was ABBA. But I think, I really oh, Starlight kind of sounds like an ABBA song. We laughed well together about that, Mama J and I did. <laughs> I don't know why she thought that. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like something my mom would say, too. So right now we'll take a quick break so we can put it. Well, we didn't finish the last concert that we went to, which was. We're going to talk about that after the break. Oh, all right. Sorry. I need to not be the leader of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what Allie was saying before the break, I wanted to give a little break because it's pretty exciting stuff. We actually drove from. Virginia, where we live, to your house, your old house at least. No, it was, oh yeah, it was your old house. In, yeah. in Lexington, several years ago. It was 2018. 2018? Yeah, 2018. Yeah, it was like literally a week or two before you got married. It was, yeah, two weeks before our wedding. Yeah, oh, that's right. It was a Schoenberg summer that year. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so we took the drive. It's a beautiful drive through West Virginia. Uh, we got there. Right before you got off of work. So we, I think we actually got your hair, our haircut by you. Yes, I planned that. I planned to get my hair done by Jordan. Very smart. I think you were an add-on the last minute. That sounds right. <laughs> I'm not very good at planning haircuts. So we get there. And one of the things we did, we did two things. We went to supper right away that night. And we also played Bible mini golf. Do you remember that, Jordan? Oh my gosh, yes. I haven't Bible. I'm trying to think of the last time we Bible mini golf. And who won? Wait, Chris is getting... Wait, no, there was the volcano. Remember the volcano? I miraculously got a hole-in-one in, like, a, a weird hole that you, like, couldn't see the end of it. That might have been the volcano. I don't know. Maybe it's the volcano, because Chris was automatically was like, oh, Jordan's going to get a six before I even hit it, and I did get a six. I think you and I won. I think you guys did, too. I think we did, actually. Yeah. The Holy Spirit was with you. <laughs> we were hitting some very lucky shots. <laughs> I just really like the fact that Lexington has a miniature golf, or Bible-themed miniature golf course. We're in the Bible Belt. It's a very interesting, uh, it was almost like a community center. Yeah, there's an ice skating rink. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that. Next time we come back to visit you guys in Lexington, uh, no matter what it's for, we're definitely playing Bible mini golf. We have to play Bible mini golf. Jesus golf. <laughs> 
I guess what Chris calls it is the Jesus course. And that's sort of what it is. It, I mean, you learn as you go, too. There's stories I completely had forgotten about. I forgot. I literally can't remember that it was based on, like, biblical stuff. Yeah, each one was a passage. <laughs> yeah, I do remember, like, there was the, the frogs. Um, I don't know what the volcano one. I don't know which Bible story that symbolizes. But there was, like, what's his name? Saul, was, was it Saul that has a cane? Remember one was shaped like a cane? Maybe Saul. I don't know. Uh, I'm failing in Bible right now. I <laughs> Bad. I'm not gonna judge you because I don't remember it at all. So. Somebody had a cane. There's a Ten Commandments scene hole. It was a great, it's a great golf course all around. It was fun. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. I need to go back and refresh my memory. We'll do an update. <laughs> so but, the next day we went to the concert. Correct. Yes. Do you remember your and Chris's spat on the ride there? Yes, I still think about it. <laughs> so, now I remember it that Chris didn't want to listen to the Taylor Swift album on the way to the Taylor Swift concert. Is that correct? Exactly. It, Which that I'm, is blasphemy. It, it seemed like a flex from your then fiance. <laughs> how do you not listen to the music of the person we're going to the concert? Like how like that's called pre-gaming. It, it felt like a very it felt like a very weird hill for Chris to die on. <laughs> I yeah, I don't he it's something about Taylor Swift's concert. He gets like crabby before, I guess. <laughs> is he is he not as big of a fan as you are? He was a really big fan. And then once Speak Now, Red, he maybe likes one or two songs on Red. And now he's kind of, he thinks she's too like, I don't know, he, he likes Country Taylor. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he likes Country Taylor because he had the Fearless album um, when I met him. He actually had that in his car. Wow, that's interesting. I never would have guessed that. Mm-hmm. So he liked all of that. And then he liked Speak Now. But then, yeah, he didn't. Once Red started, I think she, he, he just liked Country Taylor. Is Red when she officially switched to pop, or was that 1989? Why are you laughing at me? I'm laughing at the story about Chris trying to turn the radio off. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, we got in like a big fight. <laughs> it might have been uncomfortable for you guys. I think Chris said the next day he was embarrassed. I was <laughs> like, well, nobody's perfect. I mean, we're going to fight over yeah, Taylor. No, that's totally fine. I thought it was funny, to be honest with you, and like you were so persistent until you like, finally turned it on. <laughs> but it's like how can you and then I didn't really feel like I could even enjoy it because he's being so crabby but you enjoyed the concert correct I loved the concert it was amazing I feel like per, or Chris really perked up after he got some pizza it was so hot that day though another just like incredibly hot Taylor it scene. was extremely hot and then when the fire remember when the fire would come out oh how hot yes. that would feel yes I don't know how you and Chris ate a pizza it was way too hot to eat that day well, Chris and I were heroes. That's how we ate that pizza. As we stood in line to get that pizza, uh, a young woman who was worse for the wear passed out in front of us. She just fell over in front of us in the line. Um, we, we basically like made sure she was still awake again after she fell over. And then we like helped her get up. It would be nice. <laughs> right. We were, we were very nice. And, and I think hopefully that girl made it home safe. I have no idea. Yeah. Jordan, you got pretty impressive tickets for that concert. How did you pull that off? Well, there was like this, like, like a, it was like a portal for fans. And I literally every single day, I can't remember when it started, but every day you, you could only listen to like this song and watch this music video and buy merchandise. But you only had like, you could only do, listen to one thing 20 times a day. There was a music video that you could watch 40 times a day. 
and then you buy merchandise. So every day I wouldn't actually like watch the videos, but I would have it on repeat until it said I couldn't watch them anymore on my phone. <laughs> and so I got the max every single day you could. And then about my Taylor Swift sweatshirt, which I think everybody's probably seen if they've ever seen my Instagram or seen <laughs> me at, or at an airport. I'm always wearing it. What is your Instagram? Go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, it's jordan.lee, L-E-A dot Howard. How many O's in Jordan? There's just one. Just one. And not to be confused with Jordan Howard, the NFL player. Same name. Yeah. So I had to throw my middle name in there. But you guys are different people. We're different people, but people get us confused all the time. <laughs> people are in the airport asking you for his autograph. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you play for the, is it the Eagles now? Is that where he plays? I, I have no idea who he is, but people are always asking him to do their hair. Yeah. You don't know who he is? I don't know who he is. You've never heard of Jordan Howard? <laughs> not, not that's not you. No, let's take a quick look. If it surprises you, I've never heard of him. He's an NFL player. Yeah, well, I don't really follow the NFL too closely. I think he's pretty good. Like, I think because I think he was on Chris's fantasy team a couple years ago. Yeah, he's a running back for the Eagles. Yeah, he's my twin. <laughs> well, if you're listening, Jordan Howard, call in. Yes, please, please do. We'll fight over who the real Jordan Howard is. <laughs> Oh, but back on track. Okay, so yeah, that's my... So anyways, back to the... So then, like, the day of... Whatever, the day that the t- tickets released, if you had the most, like, points gathered over that, like, month period of time, then you got first access, and I got first hour access, and I did have my pick of front row tickets, and Chris had to talk me off the ledge. <laughs> How much did those cost? I think they're like a thousand dollars a piece. How much did we pay for our tickets? Your ours own? were pretty cheap, weren't they? Wasn't they like one sixty? Oh, were they one sixty? Yeah, maybe. I think or we paid you maybe four hundred total. And then, but we were in the thirteenth row. Yeah. Did you pick that intentionally? You bought them for us, and I think I Venmoed you, and I think it was like four hundred dollars or something like that. Well, the third, the thirteenth thir- row technically was no longer because twelfth was VIP still. So that they were like $600 more to be in the 12th row, even though 12th and 13th row weren't that big of a difference. But no. price, price-wise, they were. Yeah. They were amazing seats. They're the they best really good concert seats. seats I think I've ever had, to be honest with you. Well, we also had pretty good seats when I took you to the Ed Sheeran concert. And oh, then... yeah, that's right. So that was interesting. But that was further back. So there was further from the stage. But you're right. They were very good seats. We also got set directly in front of a 14-year-old girl's birthday party. <laughs> and for the first 25 minutes of the concert, they just screamed in my ear continuously. That would have been really annoying. I'm an, extreme, <laughs> I'm an extremely tolerant person. But at one point, I turned around and I was like, are we going to stop at some point? And then they laughed and stopped. So I did a good job of, of politely asking them to, to knock it off. I well, at least they listened. I love it. So you had, you had a great time at the Taylor Swift concert, correct? <laughs> we had a great time at Reputation. That's what we went to? Yeah. We saw um, Taylor's mom, remember? Yes. Yep. I remember I really you saying it. I really yeah. wanted to go say hi, but I just didn't do it. But I should have. <laughs> yeah we saw taylor's mom from a distance um i don't think we didn't but i mean i had another sign i still haven't met her yet i invited her to our wedding they respond she never responded mm-hmm. Ugh. must have gotten lost in the mail that's what i'm thinking but she did have a, a concert that same night in philadelphia 
Oh, shoot. It would have been cool if she would have, like, sent you something back, though, like the White House supposedly does. Right. (laughs) I also sent one to Drake and Antonio Brown. (laughs) <laughs> he's very con- Antonio Brown's very controversial now. Maybe it's best he didn't come to our wedding. <laughs> How did you decide to invite Antonio Brown? I loved Antonio Brown because when he's on Dancing with the Stars, I fell in love with him because I thought he was so funny and I love all of his end zone dances. And then he, you know, he's, he's kind of a sore subject, but Tom Brady's trying to take care of him. <laughs> That's really actually quite amazing. So- yeah. Is that your final concert you've been to before we get into the... My wife told me I didn't have enough red-specific questions, so the, the last, after our next break, we'll go into red-specific questions. Yeah, that was the last concert because Lover... Well, the Lover Festival never happened, um, which I don't know if I'd have been able to go to it anyways because I think I was pregnant with Bryson or Bryson was about to be born. But the Lover Festival didn't happen anyway, so technically nobody got to go to the Lover and there hasn't been any concerts for folklore or evermore. And I don't actually think there will be. Which one of those is your favorite? I think I would go with folklore because I feel like folklore, evermore has some really, really good songs. But um, folklore, you can literally listen from track one all the way to the end without skipping through a single song, mm-hmm. which I-, I think is really hard with any album to do. That's what I was surprised with when I was listening to the music um, the other day and to some points today, was that there wasn't any songs that I was like, this song is terrible, I have to skip it. Yeah, they're like, it's their whole masterpiece. They really are. <laughs> so like, that folklore, Evermore, I'm just, like I said, Evermore did have some really good songs. Like, but, um, I don't know, folklore, it just flowed really well, and I feel like it went with the time of quarantine, and yeah. it was just like, it was just, it was the perfect tone. Yes. Where, in the pantheon of greatest songwriters of all time? I would say, well, I don't, I mean, I don't really know any other technically, I don't know a lot of people who technically write their own music as much as she does. But I would say she's probably the, one of the best songwriters of all time. I really do think that. I'll probably get flack for it, but I don't care. No, I think that's not unreasonable. Rolling Stone rated her 97th. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is so rude. <laughs> Wait till she dies. When she dies, she'll be like number two. <laughs> they appreciate you when you die. But this I will true. say she doesn't. Ha- she does not have the best vo- vocal cords. I don't think. She- I I don't think she's got the best voice. I don't. But I do think she can tell a story. She does. She's she's very good. I will say that. I would have rated her higher than ninety seventh, but I would have rated Bob Dylan number one and Paul McCartney number two, which is what they did. Bob Dylan's number one. He can't sing either. Like, he's worse than she is. Oh, Bob Dylan's a terrible singer, but he's a great songwriter. Taylor Swift should at least be in the top five. Yeah. Let's see. The top five was Dylan, Paul McCartney, John Lennon. Uh, What? No. Oh, John Lennon. Okay, that's fine. I thought you said John Legend. (laughs) I about had a heart attack. John Lennon, yes, I understand. Anything Beatles. So she's, that's that's such a rare air, but... Maybe at some point she'll get there. She she does a very good job. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> she does. Four and but... five were Smokey Robinson and Chuck Berry. And I can't say I necessarily know anything they've written, but I think they are very uh, inspirational, like in the early days of rock and roll. So, like I, I've definitely heard of them. Definitely, yeah. I don't know much of what they wrote, though. But yeah, I've heard of them. 
All right. So we'll take a quick break here, Allie. Is it okay? Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll discuss Allie's requested red specific questions. Perfect. All right. We're back from our quick feed the dog break. <laughs> Did Ron Howard get fed? Uh, Ron gets fed all day long. Is he in charge of the food at your house? No, uh, Bryson feeds him a lot. Bryson oh, gives him nice his Bryson. Teddy, Teddy Grahams and goldfish. What's his favorite? He loves Teddy Grahams. What's Bryson's favorite? Teddy Grahams. That's why he doesn't always share them with Ron and Ron starts crying. Oh, that is, <laughs> that is not good for poor Ron Howard. I know, but Ron's a selfish lover. I mean, he only loves, Bry <laughs> he only loves Bryson when he has food. Otherwise, he doesn't pay attention to him. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Ron's not a good, like I said, he's a selfish lover. He'd leave us for a burrito. <laughs> All right. So when we were on the break, we, you and I talked about, why did Nashville get rid of Taylor Swift on their country music mural? Do you know? I don't really know if they have a real reason other than she's not relevant technically in the country charts now. But all those people that are on it, aren't really relevant right now but they were all like legends because what reba's on it garth brooks tim mcgraw kenny chess no not kenny chessy brad paisley's on it yeah brad paisley's on there which is so i mean he's good but i mean taylor taylor i don't know i, I just i think it's bull crap <laughs> it seemed a little bit petty to me it <laughs> is petty i mean are they going to take away because she's got that taylor swift um museum thing for songwriting at the that music museum are they gonna take i think that she down paid too? for that oh she did yeah we were there last couple weeks ago and i think she paid for that so i think that's gonna stay there <laughs> you gotta you pay for your face on a mural too apparently because it said donated by taylor swift oh <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to be a jerk i just like i, I don't know what the actual well, maybe she just donated her clothes no i think she donated 15 million to that Oh. Yeah, it appears as though money was given. Oh. Okay. Yeah. If you got the money, do what you want. Right. They can kick their they can shove their mural, I guess. God, I don't remember who they replaced her with, but it was a man. I th wasn't it Brad Paisley? I think he was sitting next to her, wasn't he? Uh Brad Paisley's the number twenty seven greatest songwriter of all time. What? Okay, this is bull crap. Yeah. <laughs> like Taylor Swift is a way better writer than Brad Paisley. Nothing against Brad Paisley, but Taylor Swift is way better. Yeah, like Checky for Ticks isn't exactly. Yeah. Uh, how cool is that? Double. I'm gonna check you for ticks. <laughs> no, that was that was a joke. He's not 27. I just wanted to get you guys riled up. Oh, oh you did. Well, you got me riled up. <laughs> All right. Now, now we'll get to the red specific questions. Which one of the songs on that album is your favorite? My favorite on the red album. It's hard. It's hard to pick a favorite. It really is. But of course, I mean. Is it hard because you don't know any of the songs on there besides Red? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, All Too Well is definitely a sleeper song that I think people are now just real, like, it's oh, like making a resurgence. I love All Too Well. That one's and, my favorite. Yes. And only two Taylor fans, I think, liked that song from the, like, very, beginning. From the very beginning. And yeah. then there's something about the star song Starlight. I don't know why that song always puts me in a good mood. But I don't think a lot of people know that song. But Starlight's one of my favorite on the album. It just, I don't know, makes me happy. How many songs of the album can you name? So let's see if we go State of Grace. Um, then it goes Red. 
treacherous. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Then was it, I don't know if I know the all order. Let's see, five, all too well, 22. Um, what's the other ones? There was stay, stay, stay. Everything has changed. This is the last time. Begin again. Lucky one. Starlight. And holy ground. I mean, you really nailed them right off the bat. I didn't get it pulled up fast enough to make sure you're actually correct, but we're just going to pretend you are because I was impressed how well you did it. <laughs> I do think, because I'm trying to think if I missed any. But then there's some, if you had the you know, extended version, there's like, what, three other ones that were on there? The one from Target? Yeah, if you have the extended one. Um, did you have both? No, because, let's see, Chris was, got me the album that, see, Chris is, after Chris and I started dating, that was his thing. He had to get me the Taylor Swift CD every time it came out. <laughs> and he sometimes skimped and got me the cheaper one and not the one with the extras. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever. I'll get them on this next album. <laughs> There's going to be 30 songs on it. That's a big album. That's a very big album. 30 songs. Chris Stapleton will be on there. And then a couple other people. Ed. Ed, Ed yes. Ed, of course, Ed. It, which one of her albums is your favorite? I feel like, it, like, like we were talking about earlier. I, 1989, I don't know why. It just makes you happy. Yeah, I love 1989. That's the consensus? I, I, there's just something about it. Like, I love her, I, you know, I love her early stuff. I love Fearless. Fearless is very nostalgic. And then, of course, the first Taylor Swift album I loved because I had an ex named Drew, and there was a song <laughs> about a boy named Drew in it, and that's when I felt like I fell in love with Taylor. I was like, oh my gosh, we're meant to be. <laughs> But 1989 just happened. I mean, every time we turn it on, you can't help but be happy. Yeah. We've listened to, I think, all of her music on the way home every time I've driven home. Yeah. Allie turns it on about Maryland, and it, we, it ends about the Ohio border. Which albums have you been listening to? We usually put them, like, when we're going home, like, when we drive home from here, we listen to all of them. We just shuffle Taylor Swift music. Oh, I wish Chris would let me do that. <laughs> well, when she falls asleep, I put on podcasts. That's Don't get what, me wrong. I'm not dis distancing myself from liking Taylor Swift. I'm just keeping it. You're sort of leaving out the fact that sometimes you request it. I do request it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes listen to it by myself. Yeah. I would love that. If Chris were to request it, that would make my day. I would also probably be like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want? You want to go golfing? What's going on? <laughs> I just want the ride to go smooth when I request it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's... Another thing is, like, if Chris really wants me to be happy in the car, all he has to do is put Taylor on. <laughs> and I, do I will say, at the salon, people know that I'm working because Taylor's on. <laughs> do they get tired of it at all? Um, no, nobody really seems to care. They're just like, oh, Jordan's here, Taylor Swift's playing. <laughs> they don't, nobody seems to care. There was a client that was like, I must have been here a long time. She's like, this is the second Taylor Swift song I've heard. And then uh, Shelby was like, uh, no, that means Jordan's here. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a coincidence. It wasn't a coincidence. When but it's also safe. You know, there's not going to be any swear words. So That's true. There's no swear words, is there? there Doesn't Lauren have an F word in it? She's had a few, or like her, some of her latest ones are explicit. Her song Betty has the F word. Yeah. 
but there's but you can you know there's this un- there's a censored version that you can listen to but it's safer than like yeah some other stuff it's pretty tame compared to other things we uh when our niece and nephew colton and emlyn were here this summer and then megan <laughs> came later um our, our niece emlyn likes the song by lizzo the you got a player for the minnesota vikings truth hurts is the name of the song yes truth hurts so megan said we you know emlyn requested so we played it and Megan said, this song is inappropriate. We need to put on some appropriate music like Nellie's Country Grammar. <laughs> I can assure you, Country Grammar is excessively, extremely more explicit than uh, the Lizzo album. Nellie loves Nellie from Dancing with the Stars the same I, way exactly. you love Antonio Brown. That's, that's how I fell in love with Nellie from Dancing with the Stars, too. I'm like, he's so cute. He's so he, little. I know. He's so sweet. <laughs> when, when you tell somebody your age, Jordan, how often do you sing it to the tune of 22? I mean, I don't know if I sing it out loud to anybody, but in my mind, you can't help but not, like, do it. <laughs> but yeah. I, sometimes I forget my age. I know. After the age of 21, actually, after the age of 22, I will say that um, you just kind of, I don't know, I, I have a really hard time remembering my age. I'm like, crap, I don't know if I'm 31 or 32. And I think I'm 32 right now. We were talking about this. We think you're 32 as well. Yeah, because I'm 33. Yeah, so I must be 32. <laughs> Isn't that bad? I mean, I get it. You just kind of stop caring. Yeah, so, it doesn't really matter after 30. Did yeah. you turn 22 the year that song was released? No, it was a year. I was so upset because I, I turned 23 when it was released. I missed it. It feels like you were cheated. It feels like we were all cheated. I think we all were. <laughs> I, Taylor Swift actually wasn't even 22 when it was released. She still felt that way, though. <laughs> she did. She still felt 22. Would Would you? Who was the last person you knew was trouble when they walked in? Ronald Howard. <laughs> the, do- the dog. <laughs> yes. But you love him anyway. I do love him anyways, but I know he's trouble. I can tell when he's done something bad. Like the other day, when I came home. He walked up to me and he was acting super sweet and I couldn't figure out why, but he had puked in Bryson's playroom. <laughs> Did you tell him you guys are never, ever getting back together? Like this is, yeah, pretty much like ever. <laughs> is that the right album? That is the right album. Look at me nailing it. But do you think Red is the most quotable and regular conversation? Like look at me just quoting the ly- lyrics of the song. I would say that it's because there's some good ones because like, yeah, like um, we're never getting back together. And then she says like ever. And then I knew you were trouble when you walked in and then the 22 one. But then I was thinking about 1989 and 1989 also has like shake it off. Mm-hmm. And then also has darling, I'm a nightmare dressed like a dra- Yeah, darling, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. And then what else is um, 1989? Right. Oh, yeah. We never go out of style. Nineteen eighty nine has some has some like puns that you can say a lot too. Yeah, blank oh. space. Blank one. space. Yeah. Yeah. So I think blank space is just a. You guys are gonna like this. A lesser blank. version of Lana Del Rey's song, um, "Off to the Races." I think I've heard that comparison before. It's they're very similar. Um, I prefer "Off to the Races" personally. How dare you? But I slightly well. I prefer Lana Del Rey's top songs over Taylor Swift's top songs. I don't even know if I can say that. Taylor Swift's got such breath, breadth, depth. She's got a lot more songs. But I do like Lana Del Rey, though. Agreed. 
I love um, when she sang for Maleficent. It's my favorite version. Have you heard the scary version of Once Upon a Dream? No. I have heard the scary version yes. of it. <laughs> it's my favorite. Do you think Taylor Swift's Red Album made that, that flat-brimmed hat you see in Nashville popular? I don't know, but I feel like that's the first person. I mean, you, I, mean I get my clothes at Kroger. Should we really be asking me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where the fashion came from. If she started that or if that was already a thing. Hipsters maybe already doing it? So, I think hipsters probably. And then there's like fake hipsters that started wearing it because Taylor was wearing it. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I, I don't know that I have any more questions for you. Allie, do you have any questions for Jordan? I don't know. I've, have you already like pre-ordered your album? I have not. Cause I want to get it in. Um, I think, oh, cause I, well, I, I want to get it in album form. Like and the, then I, I like, like on vinyl. Like the CD. I don't have oh. a vinyl player. Yeah, we don't either. So I want to get the actual CD. And then I'll probably also buy it on my phone too. So that way, when I listen to it, I'm not listening to anything that might give Scooter Braun a penny. You're fighting against that hard. Yeah. <laughs> He's rude. <laughs> Even though he gets a lot of my money when, when I listen to Justin Bieber. So uh, <laughs> I guess I'm not completely protesting you're doing what you can though i do love the beebs <laughs> do you have any questions for me or for us i don't think so well Allie, what's your favorite my, song? First, my off, favorite song off the album the red on album. red oh it's all too well there's like no contest on that like i literally will just listen to that song over and over again so i'm very excited for the 10 minute version and the additional verses and all that and she's making a short film out of it. I saw that. Yeah. So Which is 13 me. minutes long, I've heard. Oh. All these 13s. James, I cannot believe you didn't know 13 was her favorite. I mean, now that you... I, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now that you... Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to say it, though. Red is my favorite album on the song. And maybe my favorite Taylor Swift album, or favorite song, period. You do uh, Red is fun. It's such a jazzy song. <laughs> um, I think... My sister actually really liked the song Red. She said it gave her goosebumps the first time she heard it. And that's, you know, that's big news coming from Brandy. <laughs> but I do like Red, too. I think their song Red, it just reminds me of fall. Have you listened to the podcast before today? Have I listened to your podcast? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've texted you. That's um, great. I'm trying to think. The last one I listened to was about the Peloton. The Peloton. It's not Peloton. <laughs> the Peloton Whatever. episode. Whatever. Which, um, we have a Peloton. Oh, you do? Yes. How we got it during quarantine because one of Chris's, a Chris, a girl Chris knows had a boyfriend. She bought it for him. They broke up. She took it back and then she sold it to us for half. Oh, nice. That's the best way to get a Peloton. It is. And Chris actually hurt his knee on it the first week we got it because it is really hard to get your feet out of those shoes unclipped. And he hurt his knee and he couldn't ride it for like two weeks. Oh, <gasps> no, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my suggestion. If you get one and you can't get your shoes out, just take your feet out of the shoes and leave the shoes in the pedals. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good advice, actually. And do get a um, padded 
Chris has a padded padded shorts because the butt the seat does hurt. That's what I was thinking. I feel like riding regular bike hurts, so they so can't be any different. So yeah, get the padded butt shorts with the padded seats. We'll we'll put that on our list. <laughs> and I for, have not for... ridden it nearly as much as I should. I haven't ridden it in a very long time. But I did enjoy it when I would do it. Well, if you guys want to sell yours for half of what you guys paid, we're on board. <laughs> yeah. I just want to figure out, oh, you guys can come visit us and pick it up. <laughs> if, if I could buy it for half of a half, I would gladly drive over there. Yeah, we got lucky. How she took it back from the boyfriend, I don't know. <laughs> you can't really, I mean, you could buy somebody some gifts. You can't just take it. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what caused the breakup, but it worked out in our favor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all that we've got for you, Jordan. Thank you for being uh, a guest. I think this is our 10th episode. Are you honored? Oh, wow. I am very honored. Too bad it wasn't the 13th. I know. Damn. Will you be less honored if it's the 11th? <laughs> I mean, 10 is a good number. 10 is a good number. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us and we'll hopefully see and talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fend for Yourself Friday. I'm going to have to go ahead and apologize. Uh, Allie and I forgot to ask Jordan how she plans to fend for herself and for the rest of her family this Friday. But I know it's a big Friday in our house. We have Friendsgiving coming up on Saturday, which I guess isn't Friday. Uh, but I'm making my world-famous tater tot hot dish and also a little bit of Knife River corn, which is a big fan of the host. And on Friday night, we've got U.S. men's national team taking on Mexico. I think it's happening in Cincinnati. Wish I was smarter when I planned ahead further. Probably would have gone to that. And the University of North Dakota is in Miami. Could have gone to both. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, thank you for listening for another episode of Fend for Yourself Friday. Haven't quite decided what next week's topic is going to be yet, but as soon as we figure it out, what you guys know on social media, don't forget to send us an email, voice message, Twitter, Instagram, or nothing at all. It's your life. Uh, enjoy your Friday, and go Fighting Hawks and U.S. Men's National Team. Thanks. Bye. And just so we're 100% clear, I'm definitely ordering in pizza, and that's how we are going to fend for ourselves this Friday. Thanks. Bye. Hey. Hey. So James has your phone number or your name in his phone as Jordan. <laughs> 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 <laughs>